1: Don't let the mysteries of life
0: scare you away. Instead, ask Altucher. Here's James Altucher. Claudia Azula-Altucher, I'm turning the tables. This is going to be an Ask Claudia because this is a special day and week for you. I'm really proud of you. You have not only your third book came out this week, but your first podcast. You're now an official well this is sort of your first podcast but you, you have a
1: co-host, You yeah. have
0: your own podcast the yoga podcast
1: Where I'm it's the probably
0: host. on itunes today but it's definitely on your website claudiayoga.com but let's talk about your book become an idea machine
1: because ideas are the currency of the 21st century and yes. you know
0: what i'm going to admit something to you admit it i have not read your book
1: you haven't at all, actually. I had to beg for the forward and kind of give you something which you edited for it. Uh, I did been,
0: write the forward.
1: You've been very busy,
0: but uh, but I didn't I didn't read the book on purpose because I didn't want to influence too much. And because I know this but was related, but you were very to... helpful
1: in all of that. I mean, the idea is your idea, even well, though no, 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 I no, took no. it on and I ran with it.
0: Okay, tell tell me what you did. What, what's the book about?
1: Well, what happened was, I all along I believed in your four legs of the daily practice: physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. And ev- all people. Uh, the, the question we get the most is about the mental side and how do we come up with ideas every day. So I knew that was important and there was a lot of energy there.
0: And why do you think that's the question that people hone in on? Because clearly they're all equally important. Like if you're not physically healthy, you're not going to come up with good ideas. I think it's the one you show
1: off the most. Like if you, it can make you smarter or you may come up with better ideas for doing things um, along the day. I think it has a lot of power when you respect it. The idea muscle... Um, Idea and, um, But what brought it home for me What made me decide to write the book Is when you said that ideas are the currency Of the 21st century Because I had never thought of ideas as currency It never occurred to me And I had a big aha moment I realized that was an immense Universal download that you have had At that moment And I didn't want it to be like when you said College is a scam And then everyone started claiming it I wanted to put it down on paper He said it I believe it, and I'm going to run with this idea, and I believe in it so much that I wrote 180 prompts so that people who get the book, it's kind of more expensive in the paperback, it's about $11, but the good thing is you have the lists there that you can write, or you can get it in Kindle and and, and write the ideas, so that in 180 days, your life will change.
0: I mean, I've noticed that when I write down 10 ideas a day, it's amazing every six months, How much my life has changed. And I I mean it by in in terms of money, in terms of relationships, in terms of my own self-knowledge, but what are some of the prompts in your 180 days?
1: Well, one of them, the first one is come up with 10 hard gratitude problems to solve. So things that you may be upset about and how you can turn them into gratitude. Why are you grateful for that?
0: Like, what's something you're upset? What's an example? What's something you're upset about? Like,
1: uh, I'm pretty upset at my yoga practice right now because it's not giving me what it used to give me. But I think it gives me an opportunity to see it differently, to stay with it, to, to practice what it means to stick with the practice um so that's one gratitude uh, a a different way of looking at it another prompt is uh, remember the last time 10 times you laughed out loud which is easy for the first one or two you just made me laugh this morning as you were crossing the street uh here in ocean drive by jumping around all over and around the cars um but then coming up with nine more is difficult. Unless you live with James, then it's not so hard, actually. But it, it can be potentially difficult. But I'll tell you that the, the one thing that came up to me that is very interesting. A guy from India wrote to me in Quora, and he said, I'm an idea machine. I've been doing this for 200 days, not 180, and nothing has happened in my life. And I was like, hmm... What's happening here? So I started to talk to him, and it turns out this guy really is an idea machine. He writes a movie script, short movie, a day, and then he comes up with other ideas. And I asked him to show me his ideas for the past couple of days, and he had them. So he, he, he was doing it. Um, and what I realized he wasn't doing is, in the book, at the 90-day mark, I, there's a switch where you go from creating ideas for you to creating ideas for others, so I said to this guy, for example, grab those five amazing scripts. He has five that are very close to, to his heart. Put another five to it and send them to 100 producers. I think that's when the ideas turn into money, when you start giving your best ideas, curated, well done, for free, to people who may use them.
0: That's true, and I think it's important to realize that it's the second 90 days Because you still want to get the idea. The idea machine, it's like a muscle. So the idea muscle atrophies. And I talk about this all the time. You kind of have to build it up first. Like, you're not going to go arm wrestle a weightlifter before you start lifting weights. Right. So you're not going to go give ideas to Google before you get smart enough to be, you know, to be as smart as the guys who are working every day on solving Google's problems. Exactly. So it takes a long time. You have to almost be like... Your idea muscle has to be like revving already for you to really give good ideas to others. Yeah. Uh, so that's important that it's the second 90 days. Like, don't just jump right into the pool.
1: Right. It, it takes so the time. Of the pool. Besides, like, you know, in the beginning your ideas may not be so good because you're not used to like I have right. another friend who took on the challenge. I did a challenge on SlideShare, let's do it for ten days. And she, the people are showing me their ideas and I can tell the difference between people who've been doing it for a while and people who are just starting. Yeah. Now I will give you two objections that people give me right off the start about the ideas on Twitter and everywhere else. The one is, oh, ideas are cheap, they're a dime a dozen. Not true. Uh, ideas are a time for three. Three ideas is easy to come up with. 10 yeah, for a almost completely any topic. different the story fir- the
0: first three are easy yeah
1: and i find the breaking point is idea seven in fact we have conversations about this every day when we're writing we're like oh no i'm at seven and you're like yep me too at seven we know we're gonna get stuck that's the wall so what differences the amateur from the pro is that you go past that feeling you don't stop there and you actually complete the 10 so for all the people that tell me i did five I have to say, just because I just released the book, I'm being a pain in the neck this week, then I'll like, let it you're go. You're like
0: the idea police. I'm
1: the idea police. It has to be 10, because otherwise the idea muscle is not sweating.
0: I, I have to say, I mean, it's worked for me so well in terms of just um, supporting my family and also just in terms of, well, I'll tell you, I, I, I didn't tell you this, but I knew we were doing this podcast today. So I made my idea list my for the day. Tell me. Is... How uh I think it was on because I always forget afterwards. I think it was on basically how being an idea machine has helped me. That's great. That's a great list. So coming up with ten ideas a day, and I've been doing it, you know, for years. You've
1: done it much longer than me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've been well. It saved my life in two thousand two. But then when I was, whenever I made money, I was stupid enough to stop. I would think, okay, that's it. I'm done. I don't need to do this BS anymore. I'm just going to spend my money and enjoy. But that's you. You don't stop being a human just because you make money. Money is like this artificial metric to pay your family, or, you know, pay for your family's needs and and your basic needs. But the reality is, we have to continue being creative and being human and helping others and giving to others. Otherwise, you slip right back down. That's right. So, so um, the first thing I have is. When I'm coming up with ideas every day, yeah. I don't I don't stress as much because, for instance, um, I know if I run low on money, I'm going to have ideas to make money.
1: Right. If so, you're an idea machine, you're pretty much unstoppable. Who's going right. to stop you if you're going to keep coming up with good stuff?
0: Which is related to the second idea that I know if I have a lot of ideas every day, eventually I'm going to have ideas that you know benefit me financially, and this has always happened for the past you know ten years or so. I like that. Um, Conversationally. So I know if I'm at a dinner party or feeling awkward or shy, I'm always going to have ways to get somebody to talk to me and, and, and wake – you know, I'm, I'm, my idea machine is always going to be – it forces me to listen. So I'm trying to find the ways you know to relate to a person. And so it helps me and just – I'm a shy person. It helps me conversationally. Um, You're always, a shy person? Yes, I am actually, but the idea, of having a good I, I, idea muscle that overcomes that. I see. <laughs> so, uh, storytelling. So, I'm always able to, you know, I write, I try to write a post every day. On on my Facebook page, or sometimes on my blog, but mostly on my Facebook page. And so I always have to think of every day stories to tell, and it's really hard. Like there's only so many stories in in your life, but when you have when you come when you're coming up with ideas every day, you can slice and dice stories from your past in different ways. Each that's time, that's a
1: great idea. Yeah.
0: Um. Oh, when I whenever I've started a business, having a good idea muscle always allows me to come up with new features. For my business, so like if I create a website and I need and I want to um, appeal to my audience in different ways, come up with ten new features. Bam, done. Um, uh, new people to reach out to. So let's say um you know you saw me or, or maybe I didn't even tell you, but like this morning I have a, uh, I'm helping one of the businesses I'm involved with, and I needed to figure out who was the best. Uh, business in their industry for them to connect to and I figured out who it was and I figured out who I knew you know 10 steps away to connect to and I put everybody together and now the introductions are happening wow. so I'm always able to figure out you know how to connect people up um, to, to help them, to help both sides, because in order to connect people up, you have to help, you have to give them 10 ideas each, why they both should talk to each other. Else there's no reason for them to talk to each other other than James said, right. nobody cares what I say, unless I actually help help them figure out how they're going to benefit from it. Right. Um, then there's some obvious ones, but it wasn't so obvious at first. This is where I was at the seven point, but sales when I'm selling you something, if you're a customer of mine, I need to know what your big problems are, and I need to know how I'm going to solve them. So having a, a well-oiled idea machine, I don't need to come up with ten—I uh, don't need to come up with ten ideas here, but I need to very quickly, when I sit down and meet with you, figure out what your urgent problem is and how I can solve it. Because then that's how we're going to do business together. That's how I'm going to sell to you. I love that. And then negotiation. People don't realize the the big trick in negotiation is to have more things you're negotiating than the other person. So this way if, you, if your list is only five things long and my list is ten things long of things that we need to negotiate to get a deal done, I'll give up the nickels to get some of the dimes. Right. So that's important for negotiation is to come up with lots of ideas of things you need to negotiate. So it's not just if I'm selling a company, it's not just the price of the company. It's also maybe my salary. It's also my employment agreement. It's my vacation weeks. It's my medical care. You know, it's all who may, who is working for me. What's my title? So am I on the board of directors of the new company? So there's all these things to negotiate other than just, huh, how much money am I going to get? Which is the, the first thing people think. Right. Um, uh, execution. Well, you know, we've talked about this before, but execution ideas are just a subset of ideas. So, okay, I have an idea for a business. That's great. Now I need to come up with 10 ideas how I'm going to execute on this business. Am I going to outsource to India? Am I going to find a factory? Am I going to spec it out? You know, all these things are execution ideas. Uh, And then finally, the great thing about having a well-oiled idea muscle is avoids boredom. So if if I'm ever bored, I can always think of things to do. But I
1: will say, I mean, these ideas that you just listed are very good. They're solid and they are real. And, you know, I can feel them. They have energy in them and they're not, none of them are bad. And uh, what I will say on that is because you've been doing this so long, I have identified that there are levels of idea machine people. So I'm a humble idea machine because I list 10 ideas a day. But some of my ideas are pretty bad. Now, you've been doing it for a long time. So I would categorize you as an atomic idea machine because the truth is, your idea muscle is in really good shape.
0: I don't know. Sometimes I come up with, with not so good ideas. Like the other but day,
1: rare. For example, when I ask you for for an idea, I know I have to brace myself and have pen and paper ready because you're going to drop me 300 ideas, and 290 will be excellent. So you're you're an atomic idea machine. You're going to generate just because you're in the practice of it. Well, I'll
0: tell you. Like the other day, my list was. 10 things Facebook could do to improve my personal experience there. And I had some good ideas and I had some maybe not so good ideas. So I wasn't ready to like post it anywhere or give it to anybody. That's
1: another thing that tells yeah. me you are um, an atomic idea machine. You will not give your ideas away unless you're sure that they're really good. Because I have a lot of people who send me ideas sometimes and they're kind of haven't been thought that much. You know, they're sort of like first thought. I just came with 10, here they are. And, and, and it's nice to give them away, and I appreciate it, but it doesn't mean they're gonna be useful for me. But you have the filter of this has to be, every idea has to be bang, and I just received one, I, I, I sent a tweet last night about this guy who sent me incredible ideas. Oh yeah.
0: We've talked about him before, actually. Aaron and I spoke about him once on Ask Alvature. Garen, uh, I don't know how to say his last name, Aicha Berry, but uh, he always comes up with great ideas. He was,
1: like, amazing. So that's another atomic idea machine. But... There is also a level above the Atomic Idea Machine, and this I I got inspiration from real life from a character that you know from real life. He's a man. He's a chemist. He's a guy who uh, cannot speak English, for the love of God. He can only speak in chemistry terms. But the thing with him is that every idea he has, for what you've been telling me so far, which is amazing, is not only backed by science and math, but can save the world, potentially. that
0: guy's incredible. That
1: guy is amazing. So at the level of an Einstein or your friend, the chemist, um, then is is a supernova idea machine. But that takes years and years of coming up with great ideas all the time. And also
0: passion. Like he's really passionate. He's so passionate about everything he does. So. Um, yeah, but, but
1: I'll tell you the other objection that people tell me. So the first objection we were like, you know, ideas are a dime a dozen and and the other one was linked to one of your ideas. People say, "Oh, but execution is everything. Ideas are nothing." Again, that's not true. Yeah, that it's is really something not we true. keep repeating ourselves. So for example, In fact,
0: there's a danger, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but there's a danger in thinking that execution is even important. Sometimes if you have, and I'll take the example of my friend who's the chemist, He has tons of great ideas. He can't execute on all of them. So now we're working together. I'm encouraging him to um, patent and secure some of the ideas, show just the basic proof of concept and then work on licensing or partnering or doing a joint venture with people and let other people take care of the execution. Sometimes the execution is actually much less important than the idea generation.
1: Yes, that's in the case of a supernova idea machine like your friend, especially in his case. But at the level of an idea machine, just the basic level of writing 10 ideas a day, which is what I do, what happens is, if you do this constantly, not only do you find the themes of things that you're interested in every day, rather than having to come up, What's the goal for my life? There is no such thing. There's only what you can do today. There is no goal for lifetime. We change lifetimes of, you know, every six months. So, uh, but also, when you start making ideas every day, there's going to be one. And this is what happened to me. I was listing books I could write. Suddenly, the idea machine came up. And something took over from the inside. It it was like an energy, like an electricity that literally lifted me up and took me to the studio in Cold Spring. And I started writing the book. And at 2 p.m., you came looking for me. And I have forgotten to eat. I have forgotten to bathe. I have forgotten to yoga. I have forgotten the whole thing. The idea took over. And it was so much greater than me. There was no evolutionary choice but to execute. I I couldn't help it. I just had to do it. And that's what happens when when you stumble, when you put in the work, and then the muse shows up and downloads an idea through you that takes over in a way that, with the force, you can't resist.
0: Right, and the key is you have to show up every day. The muse might not show up every day, but you have to show up every day and wait. The muse for her.
1: doesn't show every day at all. Right, I, 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 I know that.
0: Like I was talking. But with- when
1: it does, you you. You feel it because the, the energy of the idea is different and you're vibrating in every level and you just can't help it.
0: I think that's an important thing to learn, though, is people need to give themselves permission to have bad ideas. Like I was talking to Stephen Dubner who wrote Freakonomics and I was talking to him about my writing. Like sometimes I, sometimes I get stressed if my writing is not like... great. And he said, look, you have to realize, you know, and this is the guy who's written, you know, millions and millions, his books have sold millions of copies. You have to realize 70% of what you write is bad. So this is one of the best writers out there. So for most people, maybe 99% of what you write is bad. So you kind of have to like, you know, grow with it. And that only happens with practice. And you practice by... Um, writing ideas every day. You practice by reading a lot so you can have idea sex So ideas, you know, ideas from different industries or different parts of your life can intersect and have baby ideas that can grow up. And idea then-
1: sex is a big topic in the book and it appears in several of the lists together with these explanations. And just to make it clear, say for example, um, the, the the music movement of blues meets the music movement of rock and roll and you get the Rolling Stones. That's an exact show of what idea sex is. The rolling, sex, the rolling Stones combine blues with rock and roll.
0: And almost every great musician has, and almost every great writer has. Like, any great artist is all, like, you know, that's why in movies, how are Hollywood movies pitched? Oh, it's like... Uh, Titanic yeah. meets Schindler's List right. or whatever
1: right okay that, that's a that's a <sighs> green one that's a weird, but that's a weird one yeah mm-hmm. but th- 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 there are things like this or for example Richard Blanz, Richard Branson is stuck somewhere in the Caribbean his flight is cancelled because he is an idea machine he, he, he just has the idea to inquire what it would cost to rent An an airplane. And then he puts a sign, divides the price, sells tickets for $60. He gets home. And that's how Virgin Atlantic is born. Yeah, from
0: that he started an airline, which is his only business right now. Like, that's his main business is is Virgin Air.
1: Exactly. Or, you know, um, you have uh, Lucas reading Joseph Campbell, getting really into the, the hero's journey and all of that. And all of a sudden, we have Star Wars. And this is idea sex, when ideas merge and and they have that energy component and you can't help but do it and then you get this incredible thing. So idea sex is very, very important and you can do it at any point. You can grab a list from yesterday and a list from today and mix them together.
0: Yeah, and you just reminded me like and I love Steven Pressfield stuff. He wrote the book Turning Pro, he wrote The War of Art, but he also wrote the book and movie for the legend of Bagger Vance. And um, he he mentions in another book called The Authentic Swing that the plot for the for the Legend of Bagger Vance was point by point, uh, you could almost staple it to the you know five thousand year old text, the Bhagavad Gita, and he took the whole plot from that and just put it on a golf course in the 1800s, and that's how that movie came about.
1: That's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Or you know, a movie like uh, Leave Die Repeat. Like when you look at it, and then you look at Groundhog Day, yeah. and, and you see the similarities. how it's in a completely now it's a science fiction setting, uh, but, but but it's the same idea that has been transformed by having sex with other ideas, and then
0: Groundhog Day meets aliens yeah was, was, exactly was exactly
1: <laughs> exactly. so that's how you pitch ideas too you have to be very graphic and very short the thing at the 90 day mark that a lot of people don't know what to do is okay i have ideas how do i send these ideas now to people right i have 10 ideas i polish them i worked on them yes people have and a
0: lot of t- trouble with that
1: there is an art to it the worst thing you can do is say i don't know you and go james i'm going to send you 10 ideas because i've been working really hard thinking about you don't do that because you're eliciting reciprocity and you're putting the other person in a very difficult position like what are they supposed to say oh thank you for something you haven't even sent yet or
0: or you can do it but do it in a way that they don't have to respond so say here's here's ideas. ideas for you I, I want let, to let's say you're writing to a magazine But that's writer. my
1: second point. Mm-hmm. My first point is don't create anticipation. By the way, I'm going to send you don't tell yeah. me. Or, Just or do it don't, or don't. Don't
0: say here's the problem I have. Some people send me ideas and they say tell me what you think. I don't I can't tell you what, what I think for every idea. Like I am doing other stuff Today, Right. But, and then they get so upset. Did you sure see my that, other email? Right. You know, and then they call me or whatever.
1: So that's not useful. That's not an idea machine. That's someone who hasn't quite gotten the... the an idea yeah, machine... Yeah, you, you have
0: to feel that ideas are not scarce. Right. Once you're an idea machine, you're going to owe... Oh, like people are also worried that someone's going to steal their ideas. Let them steal your ideas. You're an idea machine. You're going to come up with a, that's that, let that, let somebody let some poor brave soul steal one idea. You're going to come up with nine thousand more. So
1: the perfect don't worry. story I have for these on the idea of, on being so secure is um, two thousand and six. Uh, Yahoo offers to buy Facebook for. An ungodly a billion, a billion uh, yes. This would have mean a quarter million dollars for a quarter twi- a, a quarter billion dollars for a twenty two year old Mark Zuckerberg Jewish kid from Long Island whatever something like that right. So you can imagine that's quite an amount. He enters the meeting where Peter Thiel is on the other side of the table right, and he says, "There's nothing really to talk about here because we're not going to sell." Because I love what I'm doing, and if I was to sell, I would just start another network, but the truth is I like the one I already have.
0: Right, so he was already so rich in ideas, uh, and he had so much confidence in them, that it just was a moot point for him to... Like, that's really where ideas are are more powerful than the old currency.
1: Exactly, so when you give your ideas away... You have to trust it. Just give them and say, look, I want nothing. But the ideas have to be brilliant, and you have to send it to a 100 people. Like, send yeah, them, you can't let them flow, and expect nothing. You can't
0: expect anything. And you, it might be a year later. Let's say the person you sent to takes three more jobs later on, and he remembers, oh, that one person sent me, like, good ideas at that old job. You can't expect anything. You have to be grateful just for having the idea muscle. And so... What's the title of the book and the subtitle?
1: It's called Become an Idea Machine because ideas are the currency of the 21st century.
0: And by Claudia Azula Aldacher.
1: Forward. forward
0: by James Aldacher. Yep. The cover is beautiful. Aaron Tyler did the cover. Yep. And you can find the book on Amazon. I'm sure you write about it on your blog. It's uh,
1: $2.99 in Amazon Kindle. In Kindle, it's complicated because then you have to find paper to write on it, but the price is more affordable, so that's yeah. a good thing. And also, if you're Amazon Prime, it's 99 cents. And um, in the paperback, thank God, because it's so heavy, it's 400 pages so that you can write all the lists. Uh, Amazon allowed me to lower the price, so it's 11 something. So it's not that expensive, but it's a bit more than the other way.
0: Well, congratulations, Claudia. I'm glad you wrote that book. Now I can finally read it, now that we've, we've spoken about it. So,
1: and I would like to tell people to tweet me their ideas. I don't think it ends there. You see, whether you get the Kindle or Yeah, you your, should be
0: the accountability partner. I for am people. the accountability.
1: So if you send me your ideas on Twitter, I will read them. And, I, and you know, the, the point is let's become idea machines together. Let's do it together because I want to hear the success stories.
0: Thank you very much, Claudia. You're welcome. Being my, my guest on Ask Altature as well as my co host. Bye.
1: Now that's what we call done. Visit
0: com to download our free report called the Choose Yourself Stories and check back daily for more Ask Altager. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success.